Six, five, four, three, two, one, fire. Greetings, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95. Enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Raptors fans! We are back! This is Trap Chat Alley Oop. I am Mikey Charlie, and once again alongside me is Les Stout. What is going on? I'm like the Spencer Dinwiddie of the podcast. Spencer Dinwiddie? Spencer Dinwiddie, I come off the bench, but if you need me, I can come in as a starter and still put up the top superstar numbers. Okay, what's what's the Raptors equivalent? There there is no. What? Norm Powell? Norm Powell. We got Norman Powell, Can't we got Ibaka, Ibaka's back. Nah, he can't drop 30. He's a six man. But he's not a 30. But he's a defense, he's a two-way player, man. But Norm, Norm give you 30. Yeah, but Ibaka give you blocks, man. He blocks, he blocks big shots. He blocks the shots off. He blocker. He blocker. He blocker. Can you be the blocker? Yeah, you, you could be the Ibaka of the, the, game, of the podcast. The game changer that can step in at a drop of a dime. The Ibaka of TCAO okay. is on. Let's doubt. Replacing Illicit once again. Illicit is away doing his thing. He will be back soon. But we are in good hands. Just like the Raptors were in good hands when they had their their injuries. They they held down the, you know, they did well. Hey, held down the fort. Yeah. Next man up. You know how the, the saying goes. Exactly. You know same goes? same thing with this podcast. Next man up. And we got the number one man off the bench. Woo! Alright. Toronto Raptors are 15 and 5, tied for second in the East. They are 8 and 2 in their last 10, and yes, they're coming off of that overtime loss. We will run that back, so we are going to talk about the games that have passed this last week since we talked to you, which is the 90 to 83 win at Orlando, the 130 to 110, like SmackDown. Like, this was a SmackDown. Beatdown. Of the Utah Jazz. And, of course, the overtime loss. Yes. Which is it's kind of sad. You know what? We're, we'll, talk, we'll get into it later. But yeah. we could have had this game. That's we could have, but at That's the same time, hey, it's whatever, man. We yep. are we are 15-5 and five at this point. I can't complain too no. much. Can't complain too much. Then we're going to re We the fans are going to talk about some league happenings and, obviously, local Toronto Raptors happenings. And rumors. We have some rumors to talk about. Yes. And yeah, we touched on a few of them yep, yep. already, but we're going to get into Yeah, of course. Why not? Then we're going to get into the jump. Uh, we have a... It's a tough... <laughs> it's a tough week, man. It's yep. a tough week right now. So yes, we came off that mo- mo- uh, the Miami loss. Now tonight we're going to be facing the Houston Rockets, who also came off of a tough overtime loss. <laughs> we will talk about that later. <laughs> Then we have the rematch in Philadelphia. And B gets his, his shot at redemption. He's getting shut down again. <laughs> <laughs> Minus five points. <laughs> uh, then we play. We get a little reprieve. We get Chicago, which is the second end of the back-to-back. Yep. And then we come back home to play our one-time best friend turn 
enemy, Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. You know what it's like? It's like when, when you have like a group of friends and there's a couple in the friends group that breaks up, but both the friends go to a dinner. <laughs> All the friends are there. That's what it's going to be like for the Raptors when Kawhi comes into town. And he's going to get booed. More on that later. No, he's, he's going to get cheers. <laughs> he, in the game, I don't know. He might get boos in the game, but before the game, it's going to be all love. It's going to be all love. And then, to end off, we are going to have some fantasy ball talk. Because uh, that's just how we roll. I have I beat Illicit last week. Oh, Illicit's not oh, here. Conveniently. Bragging rights. Conveniently. I no, feel but. like you should send them like a letter, a letter of just stunting on them for beating them. Yeah, yeah. We usually, that's how we, you know, when we have the head-to-head, we usually... Uh, we just stunt on each other yeah. on the podcast. You gotta hit them on Twitter. You have a you have a fantasy league team too. Yeah, right? we don't want to talk. We will talk. Fantasy. We will. <laughs> we will talk about it. But in the meantime, we are about to get to run that back. So let's go. Before we go, let me tell you where you can find us. You can find Trap Chat Alley on any podcasting platform that you like to listen to. Our home is anchor.fm slash TCAO. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We are also on Say Radio, sayradio.ca, the voice of Seneca. And uh, we are on there Sundays at 5 p.m. and uh, 6 p.m., I should say. And yeah, that's what it is. So without further ado, I can't speak right now. It's okay. <laughs> We're going to fix that. Let's go. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh no, run, run that back. Money. Run that back, man. You got to run that back. Run it back? All right, run it back. All right. So we are going to start off. Run that back. Run with, that back. Of course, the 90 to 83 victory over the Orlando Magic, which was a very... It's, <laughs> Did you watch this game? Yeah, I watched it. Typical it was, Raptors win, wasn't it? It was a grind out win, actually. It, it's it's impressive in the sense that they grinded because for most of the night they didn't really have it going. Yeah, the bad guys like they had it had it in them to take it out. And the Raptors were like right towards the end of the third quarter. We're like, oh yeah, we are the champions. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, enough of the playing around. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Let's and, turn this up. And I then mean, the steamroll happened. Yeah, the Raptors already beat the Orlando Magic twice this season. Uh, they're doing a little bit, Orlando this is, they're doing a little bit under what I thought they'd be yeah. doing at this point in the they're season. definitely underachieving. But at the same time, they're still in playoff position. They're in eighth place right now. Yeah. So. Well, I, I had a, a friend mention to me, like, they just have a lot of the exact same guy. Like, Terrence Ross, mm-hmm. Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon. Eh. You mean, yeah, guys like have that repetitive roles. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. There's no specialist there. But they have, they have a lot of young... Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but they have a good amount of young talent. Yeah. Like Isaac. I think that's the guy for me. Jonathan Isaac is a guy that stands out to me personally. Yeah. He's long, athletic. Actually, in this game, you saw that. He uh, played quite good defense on uh, Pascal Siakam, who only scored 10 points in this game. But he had 13 rebounds. Yeah. You know what? 
we're gonna play a, a good game, bad game with Pascal Siakam this week. I think we're. I mean, yeah, there's a, there yeah. was a game where he excelled, and then there's a couple games where, again, long athletic guys that can stay with him that are also quick. That's right now. That's his. Trouble. That's his kryptonite right now. Four of twenty-two field goals, one of seven from three. So he he, he had a bad game. Forget forget like oh okay whatever. He, he didn't play well. Uh, well, offensively, yeah. In terms of scoring, yes, a bad game. But the one thing with Siakam, he always plays defense and he contributes in other aspects of the game, which is something that's incredible. You want your star player, your marquee player to do that yep and that's one of the reasons why he can't come off the court no matter how bad he's shooting the ball yes. he's gonna give you so much more outside of that um they, the raptors want a great game 36 percent from the field 36.9 so 37 percent from the field they're out rebounded they're kind of always out rebounded aren't they normally more often than not i find yeah that's fair um they they didn't excel in any aspect of the game except for my main man norman powell Yes. Can we, uh, can we just shout out Norman just, Powell, man? Can we just accept a lot of people have been um, talking bad on Norm. Yeah. So Norm had to They're go. They're not respecting the grind. Right? They, don't, they don't understand the grind. Right. So he had to go and show the hustle. You pay $12 million a season. He's going to drop 33 for you. 12 of 18 from the field for you. Yeah. Need I say more? Five Norm. of eight from three. Like, come on, man. That's a career high 33 points, this guy. Need I say more about Norm? So, have you heard about their the nicknames? So, they call Rondé Hollis Jefferson, they call him Hustle. And then Norman's, his tagline is Understand the Grind. So, now they have Hustle and Grind. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I don't mind it. No, I can get with that. I can get with that. It's good. Because the bench and identity again. Yeah. New bench mob. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. part two, 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Freddie, 22 points, 5 of 12 from 3. Yeah, the guys are sitting around wide open all game and missing shots. Because I mean, if he hits more of those, game over. Right? Yeah. If, if if Pascal has a decent game, game over. OG two points. So, yeah, OG's been slumping a little bit. Maybe burning out over there. In terms of at least you know scoring production, he's always pretty good on the defensive side Me too. He he always gives you the effort on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Long, lanky, annoying defender. Yeah. Um, seven rebounds for him too. So him and him and um, Pascal. They know if the shot's not falling, they got to get it done other ways. And yeah. They did, so. yeah. So, all in all, can't really complain. Uh, the Raptors were actually down 11 points uh, in the second quarter. They kind of flipped that around, and so, by the end of the game, they were up 11 points. Crazy. Yeah, like, they made their run halfway through the third quarter is when they really start to be like, okay, you know what? <laughs> they know how to turn it yeah. on, man. That's one thing yeah. about this team. Like, If they're down less than 10, confidence is a win. Yeah. You gotta, exactly. you gotta have them down 20, 25 points for me to be like, okay, Raptors are out of this game. Let's talk about the next game where they were not down by any type of. <laughs> I don't even know. I think they had the lead for like 99% of this game. <laughs> was it 2 nothing Utah at one point? And then that was yeah, it? <laughs> pretty My much Lord. that type of game. Yeah. Talk about taking the soul out of a team. Yeah. They haven't been competitive since this game. Yeah, Utah has been getting blown out left, right, and center. But tonight or that night was especially bad. Yep. The Raptors end up winning just uh, 130 to 110. And I'd say just. just. It's a 20 point game, but I'm saying just because the Raptors led by 40 at the half. They actually led by more than what Utah had at halftime. Yeah. Uh, the score was 77 to 37. Franchise largest lead at halftime. 
against the Utah Jazz team that was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, now, they're a good defensive team. Well, they're supposed to be. That's what yeah. they, you know, they have Rudy Gobert, who's been a defensive player back of the back. year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Raptors shot 63% from the field. When that happens, you just usually win. I don't know how else to say. Like, when you're shooting that well, there's, there's nothing any team could really do. 53% yeah. from three, 81% from that the foul is, line. Those numbers are ridiculous. You're going to beat anyone shooting the ball that well. Um, and, and I guess we'll start with uh, Pascal Siakam. Pascal. Bad yes. game, good game. 35. Yeah. Beautiful game. Hit 14 with 22 shots, so 10 more made field goals than the night before. Mm-hmm. Five of nine from three. Yep. Uh, five rebounds, five assists. Just um, that's what we expect from the guy. He, he is an all-star, a superstar, and he put up superstar numbers. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. With, you could see, you could kind of see with Siakam when he gets it rolling, like he's like that immovable or you can't stop him. He's, like, before. he's like juggernaut. You know, <laughs> once, he's, once he has that motion. Yep. Can't really stop him. They were finding finding and making baskets really easy. And his his counterpart is this the Raptors like new one too? Siakam and Freddie. Yeah. Freddie's 21, 11 assists, five of seven from three, six of ten um, from the field. Yeah. Is that is that an All Star too? Are, he, are, that, those are All Star numbers. He's putting up All Star numbers, and actually, there's debate yep. if he's going to be on the All Star team. Obviously, with the return of Lowry, that's going to change things a little bit. But at the same time, is Kyle Lowry an all-star as well still? Who do you pick? He, he <laughs> was playing up until his injury. He was playing at an all-star level, oh, yeah. too. But, no, so, Kyle Lowry is a five-time consecutive all-star. Exactly. But is he still there? I, I, I think he is. I, uh, I'm not minus the last game. Yeah. But, like, previous to that, <laughs> previous to the injury. Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. One of the two yeah. aren't going to make it to the all-star game. That's thing. It's gonna be hard for us to have yeah, three Raptors yeah, yeah. at the All Star game. Well, just if they're number two, just in the, the way, games. yeah. But just the way things are. I mean, I yes, logically speaking, yeah. But when you see the the power rankings from ESPN and the American media, which have a lot to play, oh, no. even with the All Star game, I have a new power ranking to give you. But I'll give you that one All right. later. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but are they deserving? Yes. Are they actually going to be All Stars? Yeah, that's, that's a whole different question. story for sure. That's a whole different story for sure. Uh, should we get to the loss now? Yeah, let's 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 go. Let's, let's do the bad news. Let's do the bad news. So the little bit of salt in little, the Raptors yeah, in their week current parade has was that la- the loss yeah. to Miami in overtime. 121 to 110. And really this was a game the Raptors it had no business in through the you know First watching Well even even in the fourth, like up until a point, you're like, okay, the Raptors are not going to pull this out. But then they came and they tied it up somehow. I went and got some turkey soup from <laughs> yeah. our dinner last week. Yeah, yeah. And I came back and we were winning. We were down by seven. And within a 50-second span, yeah. eight old Ryan Raptors up by one. And I was like, we're going to win this game? And <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's how I said it. We're going to take this. This yeah. is ridiculous. I can't believe it. Um, the Raptors... Okay, they shot 30% from the field, which, okay, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, 48 rebounds, they get 55, 25% from three, though. And I, I've been saying for a long time, the team that shoots better from three wins the game because they shoot so many threes nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, the shots just weren't falling. So uh, if you want to get to stats, I guess we'll go bad game, good game, bad game for Siakam again. Yeah. 15 and 12, 12 rebounds, 5 of 14 from the field, which doesn't sound horrible. 
mm-hmm. but he was hard pressed. He was defended very tough. Yes, defended like a number one. Um, and yeah, tonight or that night's defender was uh, Bam Adebayo, yep. which I had him on my fantasy league last year, yep. my fantasy team, and uh, I saw his potential. But he's really he's discovering his potential, which is good for him and good for Miami, of course. He's very athletic, long, quick, same type of. You know Isaac Jonathan Isaac type of you know yeah dimensions long guys so yeah. again that shows that that's the one weakness that's the kryptonite for Siakam right now when you put those guys on him he has trouble really getting off and exploding like he normally does absolutely um, but the story of the game was the return of Kyle Lowry yes which we all praise and we're very happy that he came back yes and then he proceeded to shoot 2 of 18 yeah he and 0 of 11 from the three-point line yay. and 40 minutes of action. Uh, That's a little bit icy. A little yeah. bit, but yet and still, he still had a double-double. Yeah. You know what? You got to let him You got to let him shoot out and get back into the game at some game, I guess. Yeah. So if it wasn't this game, then it would be sometime next week against Houston or whatever. It's yeah. It's happen. I yeah. guess it's better it happens in this game. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is what it is. It has, it has to happen at some point. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It hurts. It, it, it kind of sucks. Right? Um, and beside him, Freddie. Freddie ended with 19, but 5 of 16 from the field, 3 of 9 from the 3. Yeah, field. the Raptors in general, outside of Marc Gasol, probably, and Powell, of course, Chris, had Powell, 23 points. Powell just keeps it coming, don't 23 worry. points, 8 boards, 8 of 14 from the field. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, aside outside of that, the Raptors, their shooting was not looking not, good. Not the you know what, though? Miami's a tough, blue-collar team. Jimmy led, led Butler. Very that's tough all I have Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. That's... That's Elicit's favorite guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and rightfully so, man. Like, I, I have a lot of respect for him. And I have yeah. respect for his decision to go to a team that was structured over everything else. Mm-hmm. And before we made fun and asked why I go to Miami, which I responded, well, it's Miami. Why not go there? Yeah. But he went to go to find a place where he can get structure and get a basketball team that's focused on winning. And yeah. he saw the, the, the fruits of the labor. There. And he's, he's literally leading this team. Like, during the earlier parts of the game, he wasn't really looking for the shot that much. He was distributing and you know running the team, getting guys comfortable. But then, of course, when the meat and potatoes of the game happened, specifically in overtime, where he, he raised us, he just yeah. well, you know what? shelled us. Yeah, but, but he, and you know he what went he did? on an 8-0 run at the beginning of overtime himself. on himself. Yeah, but he also himself. showed his team that they have a number one guy when you need him. If you put in yep. work for him, yep. when you need him in the stretch, he's there. Yep. And I gotta take that off him. Yeah. The uh, Miami Heat outscored the Raptors. What was it? Uh, 13. Something like 13 to 2. He scored overtime. <laughs> yeah, that that was terrible. That was that was not good. Not a good look, especially at home. But it is what it is. You have to lose sometime, right? So That's it. Can't win them all. That was the Raptors number there. They lost that one. But uh, it's okay because it might, it might not be okay. It's kind of a tough week. But, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hey. It is what it is. I have confidence in my Raptors. So. You know what? We'll, we'll predict. But I, I'm going to make a prediction that you're going to be shocked at for this week. Okay. Well, we will get to that in a little bit. But in the next segment, it, it's We The Fans. So we will be talking about some rumors. We'll be talking about uh, a Fred Van Vliet contract, which we forgot to talk about last week. Last week. We just got caught up in so many other things. Uh, I have I have a prediction, too. Whoa. <laughs> Microphones are being. Nothing happened. I caught it. Microphones are being dropped here. Nothing happened. 
I think usually you drop a microphone after you say yeah, like you a say something shocking statement or something. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you preceded what you were going to say. Yeah, that's okay. it. Mic drop first. Save that for later, man. Done. All right. So we will get to that soon. You can find us on all podcasting platforms, anchor.fm slash TCAO. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on what, what's another podcasting platform? He was waiting for you to ask me. You can find them on Spotify, Google yeah. Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get yours. TCAO yeah. is there. Yeah, we are there. We are also on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca. SayRadio.ca. We are on Sundays at 6. And that's where you can find us. So stay tuned. We are going to get into We the Fans after this. Trap Chat Alley Oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Yes, the cow. So you can find us basically anywhere you find podcasts. You can find us. T-C-A-O. Search hashtag T-C-A-O. The cow. Alley-oop. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs. And, and we... And we need to build a culture for our fans, and that culture is winning, 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 winning. All right, we are back, Trap Chat Alley-Oop. It's season four, episode nine. I am alongside my man, Lestout, the number one man off the bench. What's going on? Building in for Illicit, and I am Mikey Charlie. We are talking Raptors ball as always, but in this segment, we like to talk about the league in general as well. Um, are you interesting rumors yes. have been swirling around and uh, I think we did touch on it last week but like the rumor just intensifying just keeps going so we have to talk about it again DeMar DeRozan now I mean I don't know a lot of people are say out there in, in the world are saying you know DeMar DeRozan looks like a good piece on the Raptors like it could happen again the, reun- the reuniting of Damar and Kyle Lowry may be imminent. All that this type of stuff. It's not gonna happen. I don't. I don't see it happening, man. I don't. I don't know why this rumor keeps you know, swirling so, up. Yeah, I, I and think, intensifying. I feel like too. it's because that's where he was his most effective. So him coming back to be his most effective. I feel like people are rooting for this guy, but people want to hey, see the Rosen. I like do well. the Rosen. I'm rooting for the Rosen. I like don't him get too. me wrong. I, I, I love I love me some DeMar DeRozan man like but he is one of the he's part of the essence of the Raptors he, like even is, though he's not a Raptor now but he's the most overall. legendary Toronto Raptor that ever played on this team but I have a good place for him to go where's that he shouldn't he should, <laughs> he should not try to to relight the candle and the fire with the Raptors he should try to relight the fire with the coach Dwayne Casey in so Detroit <laughs> The Pistons. Yes, that's that's interesting. That is the home for him. That is. If interesting. he can get to Detroit without them trading away any pieces, Blake Griffin, Demar Derozan, and Derrick Rose, 
will be a new team in the East to actually worry about. That would be interesting. I mean, end of the day, I don't think that team would come out of the East, but yeah, you wouldn't want to necessarily match up against them. And Drummond? I don't want to play those guys. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. That's a team that you probably wouldn't want to face. Um, I don't think they come out of the East, no, but no, no, they'd, no, be, no. Yeah, they, they'd be that team that just... They're coming. They'd, they'd, yeah. be, they'd be on their way up. Yeah, they, but like, that makes more sense if, if that... You know, Toronto, we, we got here, we got a system here. A system that's built around defense and running and shooting the three ball and sharing the rock and giving it to whoever's open and finding the hot hand and doing what it takes to put away basketball games, scoring 110, 120, 130 points every night. Yeah. DeRozan's well, not that guy. Well, hey, don't get me wrong. DeRozan just helped uh, San Antonio win a very controversial <laughs> Game, game against the Houston Rockets the other night, and he was one of the instrumental pieces. Yes, but Houston doesn't play any defense. Well, yes, but also I, I was going to read a, actually an interesting stat on DeMar DeRozan. So um, he's averaging 21.6, somewhere around there, yeah. per game. But uh, in San Antonio, they allow 115 points per 100 per, uh, possessions with DeRozan on the floor. But with him off the floor, they only average uh, 104. That's giving up yeah. 104 versus 115. Which means DeMar DeRozan also doesn't play any defense. Yeah, well, he he's good in uh, help defense. You know, when like team defense, getting in lanes, <laughs> you disrupting him. passes, that <laughs> yeah. type of stuff. On one-on-one defense, not he's so definitely not as much. Not his thing, right? So, yeah, thing. with this team, with the Raptors team, the way they're looking... I mean, there's arguments saying that we could hide a lot of that with, you know, if, if we ever did bring back DeRozan, which is true. But at the same time, our defensive ranking would definitely take a hit. For sure. And you're giving up threes for twos. That's really all. It, like, the Raptors are one of the most free-flowing three-point shooting teams in the league. We bring in DeRozan shoots no threes. Now you're taking away possessions and points. Points per shot, basically, away from players to be putting up three balls. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense from a logical standpoint or analytical standpoint or even just from we're developing yeah. superstars in, in Fred Van Fleet and Siakam and it's yeah. just going to hurt their development. Yeah. So, I mean... Bottom line for me, if he somehow came back to the Raptors at this point, I wouldn't be outraged. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be outraged, but I think I would rather not. I'm, I'm protesting if they bring back. There's no, like... <laughs> And there's nothing against him. It's just like, you know, he had his yeah. run and he'll have a plaque on the wall. I, I, maybe he'll have a statue. But you, yeah. you, we don't bring him back to, to ruin the progression that we've made, obviously, yeah. since we moved on from him. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of that, though, uh, progression. Yes, Kawhi has left, but the Raptors are, are they're only one game off of what the record was last season. Yeah. And that was the overtime loss, which, you know, which we should have won, yeah. which, you know, it's all. Which also uh, broke their home win streak and, just, you know, whatever. It is lot, what it is. A lot of bad things happen with uh, Lowry shooting 0 from 11 from the three-point line. But with that said, the Raptors have played the ninth strongest schedule yep. thus far this season. So, this when you factor in the injuries that were sustained to Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka specifically, among, among others... But those two guys were playing at the top of the games when they got injured. Yep. And they both got injured in the same game. Only just recently came back. So, I mean, if you factor all that stuff in, the Raptors are 
sitting in a very nice position. Like I said before, they're going to be the exact same team with or without Kawhi Leonard. It's just more shots for the other guys. Um, the fact yeah, that they're, people, I think last year people forgot that Lowry yeah. was an all-star. Ibaka's at a high level. You have a lot of young guys that are ready to come up. Marcus Gasol is former defensive player of the year. Serge Ibaka, all-defensive basketball player. Like, this is a great basketball team, with or without Kawhi. Kawhi On both the sides. Top, obviously, yeah, right? Um, the fact that they're playing a strong schedule, have a great record, that means easier games are coming. Which means the Raptors are going on a 10-15 win game win streak somewhere along the line. Yeah, because the schedule has to get weak at some point. Yeah, especially seeing as this week's schedule is a, a very strong schedule. Yep. The Raptors are playing right now. Exactly. So like, after after this, at some point, it's going to get lighter. It's so. easy games, and they've already gone and played the Clippers in LA. They've already played the Lakers in LA. So that's the two best teams in the West. They've already done those that trip where they've gone and played both of those teams, right? Yeah, and back-to-back nights for some reason. Yeah, oh, everyone's going to do it. Just not in back-to-back down. nights. I though. hope not. That's <laughs> crazy. That was crazy. Um, so, I mean, it's great to get those out of the way. And once this schedule gets easier, it, it's just more wins for us. It's going to help us. And chasing Milwaukee, if that's what we're, we're chasing, they played a, a weak schedule so far. So they'll schedule get harder, ours will get easier, hopefully come with the number one seed. Yeah, I mean, again, with the Raptors, I think they proved kind of last year, yeah, they had Kawhi, but the seeding, as long as you're in the top three, four, you're good. Like, I don't think it matters as much for them to grab the number one seed per se. I mean, they proved that they can go into Milwaukee and just crush those guys <laughs> when they're ready, right? They don't have the, uh, they don't have the honest same... stopper anymore, though. Well, but again, the, the bench, like the Raptors bench is deeper. In the ways, it's deeper than it was last year. Yeah, that's right? what it is. It is. We'll play deeper. I, I did, but I, would, I do want the home advantage against Philadelphia in Boston. So, yeah, that would be good to have. Yeah. However, you know, we can't predict the future, but the Raptors are sitting in a good position. They are number two right now, tied with Boston. So Boston technically would take the tiebreaker since they beat the Raptors in the first game of the season, or the first game of the season series, I should say. But there is Christmas Day and then the games following that. Revenge. Very interesting. Revenge. Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about Fred Van Vliet now. Freddy. And there's a lot of speculation on how much money he may be earning or he may have earned himself for next season when he becomes a free agent. So far this season, he's been... Lights out. Stellar. Especially in place of Kyle Lowry, who went down and only recently came back. Freddie V has run the team. With an iron fist? Without without <laughs> missing a beat. Um, I'm he afraid. Became, he became nope. Kyle Lowry. I'm afraid that Freddie Van Fleet is going to earn himself $30 million plus next year and puts us in a, a salary cap situation that we, we're not favoring. Yeah, um, hey, I mean, he's earning his money. Whatever he earns next year, no one could say he has not earned it because look at how he's playing. Even even before, let's, let's take a timeout, even before we talk about this season. Oh, yeah, he's earned Based it. on what he did in the finals, or at least after from, from the playoffs from since his child was born, <laughs> this guy went <laughs> off. So here's the situation that we're in. Because we signed him for a two years at 18 million, and he outplayed that already, we owe him for these two years right now. So 
right now he's making 9 million but he's playing like a guy who should be making 25 26 mm-hmm. so we owe him for that the last two years what he gave us yeah. he's gonna sit down and be like hey remember those two years I gave you at a discount I'm gonna be like yeah he's gonna be mm-hmm. like where's my money and mm-hmm. we're gonna be like uh, here you go Fred cause yeah. he's going into his prime years he's, he's gonna be his best over these next 4 or 5 so we have to pay him accordingly to that and the better he plays the higher that rate goes the more hit on our cap the less superstars that we can get even though we only really want one um so i mean good for fred but the thing is that like where where is his ceiling fred's ceiling like is all he gonna, nba is he gonna get like a lot better than what he is now or he's gonna start to level off there's it, 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 i don't think he could get better he can get more consistent Mm. But I don't think like there's not there's no fifty point game in his future. He's a small guard. Yeah, we can't expect that, but we can expect him to hit forty percent of his threes, forty five percent of his field goals, eighty percent of his foul shots. Yeah, and play at an all star level. Yeah, yeah. We but what about that. like clutch factor? Like he, this guy was on the biggest stage of all. And he was hitting the shots that mattered like to win the championship. Doesn't get better than that, right? He can't yeah. can't give us more. So the fact that he's he played for nine million already. Mm-hmm. We, we, we already owe him yeah you know and then moving forward we gotta pay him his going rate so now we gotta pay him more than his going rate to keep up with, with what he's giving us in terms of performance if that makes sense yeah and the better he plays the more that becomes and I, I can't argue it I just like I'm like oh man that's too bad that we gotta pay Fred Van Fleet 30 million so it, even that's, though he deserves it he deserves that's, that's the thing when it's it comes hard. down to it he deserves it like I know there's been a lot of fans I've seen on social media and talking to they're saying, oh, if he takes, if he asks for more than twenty million, forget about it. But you have to draw back for a second and look at Fred Van Viet as a player and as a person. How can you say he does not deserve that money? How much do you like, pay? First of all, he hasn't made a demand. He hasn't yeah, made yeah, the hasn't price yet. yet. But just saying though, if he does ask for a 25, 30 million, how can you justify saying no? You don't deserve that. How much do you pay a guy that closes out the NBA Finals for you? Exactly. That's how, what like, I'm saying. Exactly. How much, how much is that guy worth? Exactly. You know, and it's not it's not saying can he do it or is he, he that guy capable? It. It's already been done. He did it before we asked for a dollar. There's a lot of there's many men that have made max contracts that can't even close out a first round series or a regular NBA game. So I don't, at the end, it's a very very tough situation where like. Fred's gonna ask for a lot of money and it's really hard to say no. How can you say no? You can't say well we closed, can say no, but someone else yeah. is gonna say yes. He, that's closed, for sure. he closed the NBA finals for you before you paid him. That's the, huge. The only thing is that, which is a huge ask again, like I wouldn't even ask him. It's more of a thing if he volunteers, like to take that discount, you know? But you can't ask at this point you can't even ask him that. that discount no, you know you can't you that's that's just you can't even no, ask him he already that. took it that's so, only that's that's all the only way that would happen is if he's like you know what man i love what's happening in toronto this is my home like i love it so much that you know what but like if, i'll give you a little bit of a, a little no, bit of a but if he takes like 25 job. over four you know 100 million dollars it, yeah. it, it, it might be less than his value mm-hmm. because of what he did for us before but that's good money and that's yeah. good money to keep this team going with, you know. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. If yeah. he's in that state of mind, where you know what, I think we win the championship for the next five years. Yeah, I'm gonna take a little bit of a pay cut, like, kind of like what uh, Dwayne Wade did in Miami. I don't think he ever got a max, a full max yeah, contract. Exactly. He like, always he always took one for the team in terms of like taking a little bit less salary. Bit. Yeah. To be able to win. But I mean, to keep this team together, it, it's something. Now, here's the thing. 
they can sign him to a max deal because they can sign everyone who's under contract that's been here from the beginning like all these players have the yeah. max deal is no problem mm -hmm. and they can just go into the luxury tax and if they're winning the luxury tax shouldn't be a problem yeah you see how much money they were raking in during yeah. this playoff run so it does everything's a factor here right like they can be like can be like hey man like my max deal for me is is 28 29 mm -hmm. so give me that and they'll be like sure take it because he's going to be here long term no matter what anyways or they can be like, hey, we're trying to bring in some free agents to help you guys. Do you mind taking whatever? To which he might be like, we don't need free agents. You have Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my money. And th that's what I'm saying, though. But I think <laughs> I think people are also looking at Fred Van Vliet from the angle of, oh, he was undrafted and he went through the Raptors 905. We have to look at him from what he actually is right now. I'm like, he's developed so much from that point in time. Well, he's an all-star. That's, he is an officer. There's no other way. He is so, an officer. I, I think because he wasn't drafted, um, his max contract is a lower amount. So they, they can probably give him a max deal that's under 30. So, yeah. there's also that. Which works, which is fine. But either way, though, Fred VanVleet deserves every single penny he's going to make. Wow. That was regardless. Um, you have a prediction for the Raptors by the end of 2019, they would have played 34 games. Give us to us really quick. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that the Raptors are going to be 25. And wait, they're, 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 where are they right now? They're 16 and 5, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So 15 and 5. They will be 25 and 9. That is that is very bold. That means they will win 10 games and only lose four more games. That. Oh well, that's not. You know, well, given you, that's given, not bold. <laughs> no, given, given they're doing, given their their remaining schedule. Yeah, I think that's pretty gold. Yeah, pretty bold. Yeah, I I think they're gonna explode in the second half of the season. I'm gonna give them 23 and 11, and I think because the easier games are coming towards the back end of the schedule, that's mm -hmm. when they'll go on their tear. But yeah. same thing, they're, they're two wins for every loss, two and a half wins yeah. for loss. And that's a very good record. Right now they're at 750, which is three out of four. Yep. So you're already ahead of that pace. Nope. Sounds good. Stay tuned to Trap Chat Alley-Oop. You can find us on all podcasting platforms. We are at home at anchor.fm slash TCAO. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Search hashtag TCAO and you will find us. We are also on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca, sayradio.ca, on Sundays at 6. Stay tuned. We will be back. This is Trap Chat Alley, presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah. Raptors fans, check out the latest trap mix. Raptors fans, I'm Mikey Charlie, and this is the No Pain No Gain Trap Mix. Naughty, naughty, 
Visit mixcloud.com slash trapd95 to listen to this mix and all other trapped mixes now. Now, the formalities of this and that. Daddy Mark, Mark, Daddy Sopa Kata make you jump. Right, we are back on TCAO Chat to Chat Ali Oop Season 4, Episode 9. I am Mikey Charlie. Beside me is Les Stout. Yeah, the number one man off the bench. I'm the the Ablaka. The Ablaka. Ablaka to Chat Chat Ali Oop. Yes, the cow. All right, tonight. Tonight. It goes down. Raptors are at home at the Scotiabank Arena facing the Houston Rockets. The much maligned Houston Rockets. We actually did not talk about this yet. We were supposed to talk about it in the last segment, but we can talk about it right now. We gotta get into it now. We gotta get into it now. The Rockets are coming off a 135-133 overtime loss to the San Antonio Spurs. And there is some controversy. (laughs) Can you imagine... You dunk a ball and it comes back out of the hoop and they don't count it and you lose the game. That's what happened. By two points in overtime. That's what happened. Although um, it happened like with eight minutes or something. Like yeah. Game. Well, was- and the Rockets blew a huge lead. Yes, but if they had those two points, so they're one by two. But see, that's the thing. This is where you could argue all types of things because yes. that happened so far back in the game that strategies would have been different had the score been different yeah but therefore the outcome may have been different they scored as well. two points and they didn't get two i points. understand that and i'm not disagreeing with that there's definitely they the refs messed up or whatever the, the rules are I, will have to be changed i am crying bloody murder but, if i score two points i don't get my two points yeah, so the question is what happens now i don't know what does the league <laughs> do have about this? nothing <laughs> the league's like yeah we made a mistake we should have gave them the two points but we didn't and that's it that's how well i'm pretty sure houston's gonna file a, they are gonna file an official complaint yes but the nba's turned over i think you said one game one time i remember something happened with shaquille o'neal <laughs> either he made a free throw or took extra free throw or didn't get an extra free throw something along the lines of that and they decided to play replay the game from that point forward the funny thing about it is that shaquille by the time that game was replayed Shaquille wasn't even a part of that team anymore <laughs> so um <laughs> did they lose the game I, I can't honestly <laughs> I wish I had more details I should have researched this before they, like, they, and they didn't win because Shaq wasn't there but like I mean in, if any situation will call for something drastic to happen this would be it right yeah this definitely would be <laughs> the situation so and it, especially if it comes down to the end especially in the west yeah you know what if the, one what game could cost them yeah, could cost them home court or yep. cost them so many things that could be the difference between honestly the way the west is headed that could be the difference between the second seed and like the seventh seed exactly so um houston's bringing all the emotions from that game into toronto to face don't our bring those emotions here They're man. Bringing Leave those emotions all, at all home, that's man. coming with them <laughs> here to play us <laughs> Leave that. yes they are playing tonight at 7 30 uh, Houston is 13-7. Number 5 in the West now because of that loss. Because of that one game. Five games behind. Yep. 
the Lakers were the number one. Six and four in their last ten. And so, just just to throw it out there, if they won that game, they would have been third. Yeah. So it's already Again, <laughs> that's already like the difference in the swing, and that's yeah. only going to intensify as the season goes on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Like, what are you thinking? The game or yeah, the situation? The game, the situation, how they're coming Again, into the Toronto. situation sucks. I'm glad it's not us for a yeah, change because that, that's what usually, yeah. that type of stuff usually happens to the Raptors. Yeah. Sucks for Houston and yeah, like, like it's definitely, they, they're, they're definitely going to have to review maybe the rules on like replay, uh, reviewing certain plays. Of course. Because in a situation where it's so obvious, that should be overturned. Yeah, sure. that's absolutely chaos. But as to whether they're going to replay the game, I would say they probably should play it, replay it from that point. They can't just award Houston the win. They can't do that. That just doesn't make sense. If anything, they're going to replay it. But as you said, the chances of that are probably so slim slim to none. But no, what I'm saying is, how do you feel about them now bringing all that attention into Toronto to the Raptors? How do you feel about this game coming up? doesn't matter, man. The Raptors need to handle business. Okay. I know Houston's going to be pissed off, but the Raptors should be equally as pissed off. But at themselves, though. Yeah, for sure. They let Jimmy they let Butler out. go off in, in overtime. And the Raptors, they're the champions. They have pride. So here's here's the thing. The Raptors have been setting a name for themselves for shutting down superstars. Mm-hmm. Do you think they run a custom plan at James Harden to slow him down? Well, will they run a custom plan at James Harden? Yes. Will it slow him will down? Will it slow him down? I'm going to say it will slow him down, but... Remember, slowing James Harden down, this guy's averaging basically 40 points in yep. a game. Yeah. So slowing Harden down and maybe like a 30 points. I don't know. But if he scores 30, you're going to win because he has to score 40 Pro- to get a win. Probably. Probably. But uh, it's not going to be a, a Joel Embiid zero point No, no, shutdown. no. What, imagine they hold him to like 12. If they hold him anywhere close to single digits, that will be the greatest defensive stand in the history of no, no. Of the league, Joel and B was already the greatest one ever. That was top five. That was number one. That was top zero. He didn't score. Top five. <laughs> An all NBA player didn't score. That's number that's one. That's true. Now, if you could hold James Harden under under ten, that's huge that's, as well. That's an epic all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna talk about it because it's so absurd. Like yep. I can't even I can't even dream about that. So I'm not even gonna talk about that. So okay, are you picking Raptors win or Raptors lost tonight? With everything, you know, the Raptors. The Raptors are going to take this one. I'm going to call them. I'm going to have them winning this one. Hey, I, I picked them to be 10 and 4 in the next okay. games so they, up they to the them. new year. Yep. So they're going to have to win some tough ones. Tonight is one that they're going to have to win. Okay. This is the one game I think they're going to lose. Houston. Yeah. Okay. okay. The next up is Joel Embiid's and Bench game in Philly. Yes. Um, against the Sixers. Yep. 6 p.m. start Sunday at uh, Sunday the 8th. Um, Phillies 15 and 6, tied for fourth in the East, right behind the Raptors. Uh, they're three and a half games behind. They've four won, game win streak. Yeah, they won four in a row. Second longest streak behind Milwaukee's 13 in a row. Yeah, that's a little bit, a bit of, a, of a distance. Thing. Right? Um, quickly, what do you think of this one? This one, see, this one's going to be a little bit tougher. This is a road game. Philly is undefeated in Philly. And as you said, Joel Embiid is going to be out for revenge. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling this might be an L. Oh, okay. I'm this might wow. be an L. I'm going with the Raptors win. Here's why. The one problem the Philadelphia 76ers have is they have no one that can hit shots down the stretch. There isn't a body in there. This game's close in the fourth quarter. The Raptors have 11 guys that can hit a shot down the stretch. Um, the, the 76ers can bang the ball inside, and that's fantastic. When it comes to close games, you got to make shots, and they don't have the rights to do it. They've been good enough that they've been getting ahead by enough points that when the clutch comes down, it doesn't matter. It's not going to happen against Toronto, not but our defense. Clutch will come down to it. Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam, and uh, Norman Powell. Dare I say it? Norman Powell. Yeah. Clutch guys will make clutch shots. Raptors win. Bang. All right. I'm just saying the home court factor for Philly. Yep. Them playing so strong at home. Maybe too much. Plus, again, <clears throat> at some point, the Raptors are going to have to lose another one. Yep. This is the and one. And then the Joel Embiid factor of him wanting the revenge. <laughs> yeah. Being outside of the Scotiabank Arena because I feel... That the building that now building has now, a curse. Yeah, that building is is bad news for Embiid. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. Of course, I hope the Raptors win it, but I can see them taking the L on this one. Nice. Okay. Um, Very I'll, next night. Oh, back to back. Chicago yes. Bulls. Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Monday at eight o'clock. Well, let's let's just say it like this. Do you think the Chicago Bulls have a chance to win this game? Even though the Raptors come up back to back. No way. That, that's nope. That's where I was too. The Raptors was, can play the bench. Yep. But they're, and they're still the, gonna win. Just this a better game. team. Kobe White can't drop enough threes for them to come back and win this one. Yeah, no. Okay. So let's just like we leave that and let's go to the return. Yes. The return of the man. The yeah. man himself. The return. The claw. Kawhi Leonard. Back in Toronto. Playing in Toronto, but not for Toronto. With an all-star cast, he's bringing he's bringing the cavalry with him. Bringing PG. Yep. Ooh, the well. Raptors are rumored to have a chance to get in order to woo Kawhi to stay. Mm-hmm. And Lou Will, former Raptor. Yes. Loves it here. Lou. Drake wrote a song about him. Lou Will, man. Yeah. So the Clippers are 16-6. and six. They're number two in the West right now. Right hot in the heels. Well, I was I couldn't say hot in the heels. But they're on the heels on of the, the heels. Los Angeles Clippers. Lakers. Three games. Yes. <laughs> they can't be on the heels of themselves. <laughs> of the Lakers. Three games behind. Two-game win streak. 9-1 in the last uh, 10. Undefeated, says Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Starr. No, 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 no. That is not true. Yeah, they, they lost. lost to the Spurs. They lost. They lost to the Spurs. The Spurs. That's right. They lost Breaking to, hearts they out They lost to the Rosen <laughs> out there. Um, want me to give my thoughts first? Go ahead. Go ahead. The Toronto Raptors need a statement basketball game to show that they are still the premier team in this NBA, in this league. This game is circled in the calendar. All the fans are coming out. Mm-hmm. We're going to boo Kawhi Leonard out the building. <laughs> and we're going to beat the Los Angeles Clippers by at least 10 points. Wow, you're saying it's going to be a slap up. Close. Yep. Well, my take on it is that Kawhi is going to come back to a love fest. He's going to get cheered, standing ovation. He's going to get his big ass ring. Yep, he's going to get a ring. But that wings, the ring is going to weigh him down. Oh. And also, I, I noticed a trend with Kawhi last year when he played the Spurs, mm-hmm. even this year, I guess. It's not the same Kawhi, like playing his former team. Yeah. 
I know they say he's not an emotional guy, but I think Deep inside, inside, when he comes to play his former team, That's... and even even the first game against the Raptors in LA, yep. he didn't play at that same no, level that we they, know him. They had a plan for him, though. Well, that's true, but yeah. even then. And no Paul George. True, but still. My theory is that there is a heart in there. <laughs> He's going to come and out with a soft There spot. is emotion in there. And it, again, it might not be by design, but yeah. it's still there. So you say Kawhi's so, emotions will have, have an off game. Yeah, and, it'll and throw him off just, just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. That's fair. Especially with him being back in the building. Yes. That's you know, in LA is one thing, but when you're back in this building, yeah, feel all the love. And yeah, just has a bad game. Yeah. So bad. again, I have no problem with the Raptors, uh, the fans actually booing him during the game. Yeah. Because that would be a love. different look for him too. Like he's used to having that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For love. Him. <laughs> Boo him during the game. I don't care. Boo him. <laughs> Throw him off. Throw him off. Do it. Do it. Before the game, they'll cheer him because oh, he's he's gonna have a ring ceremony. He's the, honestly, let's be real. He's the reason. Not the only reason, but he's the biggest reason why the Raptors have the championship. Yep. But as for this game, yes, I think the Raptors are going to take this one. Uh, I don't think it will be a blowout. I think it's going to be a very tightly tested affair. But, yeah, as you said, the Raptors need to make a statement. Yes. The league is going to be watching. Everyone's going to be watching. Oh, the, the guy, you know, the man who brought them to the chip versus the team. Yep. That won the chip. And I think this will be a good way for the Raptors to separate themselves from him. That's that's right. Because right now they're kind of attached to his ankle. Yep. We still have we still from, have the, from the broader view. Yeah. This will be a good separator. So we both have the Raptors going three and one this week. Yeah. Even though it's a tough schedule. Yeah. That's confidence right there. Hey, they're the champs. They've been hey. playing well. They have all their main pieces back. Yep. So there's no no reason to not be optimistic. That's good. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. All right. This is Trap Chat Alley Oop. You can find us on various places, multiple, uh, pretty much any podcast platform. <laughs> I'm just having fun not helping you with it. <laughs> yeah, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor.fm, and wherever you find your podcast. Yes, you can also find us on Say Radio, SayRadio.ca. Voice of Seneca, Sundays at 6. And we always love to talk Raptors ball. After the break, we have one final segment. We were going to be talking about some fantasy basketball. So stay tuned. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trappedsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yes, Trap Chat, Alley Oop, Season 4, Episode 9. Mikey Charlie alongside Les Stout. What's going on? Subbing in for illicit, got his ass handed to him by me last week in fantasy basketball, <laughs> and for some reason he's not here. I, I'm not speculating. I'm not saying nothing, but I'm just saying, you know, he's not here. That's all I'm saying. And uh, yeah, man, fantasy basketball. The first, the first few weeks of the season, 
My team is struggling with injuries, but starting to pick it up now. My injuries are in the past for the most part, and as Alyssa experienced firsthand, my team. Yeah. Yes, I my mean, team is ready to ball. Now. How much you beat them by? What was the final score? Uh, so it's a twelve category league. Yep. And I won eight to three with one tied category. Uh, domination. Yes. I smacked his butt <laughs> up and down the gym. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any key pickups? I know. I know you told the Pascal Siakam story, so you don't have to go through that again. But. Do you have any other players that well, are performing for you? Actually, this week. So specifically, uh, the past week where I beat uh, Illicit, he's been having injury problems of his own on oh. his fantasy team. Nice. So he actually had uh, Serge Ibaka, but ended up having to drop him when he was injured because there's just too many guys. You only have two injury spots, two injured reserve spots. And he had too many guys injured, so he had to <laughs> drop somebody or a few players. Ibaka was one of those players. At the beginning of last week, seeing that Ibaka was, you know, about to return sometime soon, I did a 50-50. Like, mm, should I grab him? Mm, yeah, okay. Wow. So I grabbed him. And beat him with his own player. I grabbed him. I put him on the injured reserve because he, he didn't play yeah. at the beginning of the week. Yeah. He actually came back for a Sunday's game. And I'm like, you know what? I got to activate him. I, oh. I was actually talking with Steve, you know, Steve, uh, at the party. Yeah. Because I was actually at your place. For the it's party, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, Baka's actually activated. Should I play him? Should I not? You know, I'm gonna put him in. So Sunday's the last day of the week for the uh, for the league. Get an extra game out of it. Yeah. So you know what? Let me put him in. And this guy won me one category, and he tied up that the tied wow. category was all because I put Serge Ibaka in. Wow, clutch." Clutch performance by Ibaka. So big. I'm very happy. That's big. Wow. I'm sure Elicit is kicking himself. Yes. But that's just how it goes sometimes. That's how you only have two injured reserve spots. Yeah. Uh, my fantasy league also only has two bench spots. And, uh, one of them is occupied by Steph Curry. Yeah. He's in there looking at the walls. <laughs> that's going to be a long occupation. Not out for the season. So I can't really drop him. You can't drop your number one pick. You know. Yeah. If he's, out for, if he's not out for the season, yeah, you can't. That's ridiculous. So my clutch guys right now, I got Jimmy Butler, Bojan Bojanovic of the Utah Jazz is uh-huh. going nuts. Yep. I got Jalen Brown as well. Um, but my surprise, I got um, that rookie in Miami, Kendrick Nunn. Nunn. Putting up good yep. numbers. Jonas Valanciunas gave me 30 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, my team's not doing great. Each week it's very hard. <laughs> After what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Make it sound like you're number two, number you know, three or something. I got guys producing, but we're not, you know, we, we are picking up guys every week and we're fighting in there. I'm four or five right now. Um, the biggest problem I have with my team really is that my three-point, I lose every week because I have no staff. And I also, Draymond Green, I had to let him go. Mm-hmm. Because injured, I only have two bench spots and it didn't work. <laughs> I picked up Gary Harris this week. He can give yeah. me some numbers. Al Horford's out here. I'm hoping he has a good game once in a while. He's a hot and cold guy, too. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll give me a great game and give me absolute trash the next week. The thing about fantasy basketball you always have to look at, guys, is you're always starting your active players and always trying to get more games than your competition. Yeah. So if you have a chance or you have a guy who has no game, he's not a keeper of yours, drop yeah. him. Pick up shuffle someone it. that's playing. Shuffle it. Yeah, you got to shuffle get, it. Yeah, and try to think of individual stats that you need help with and pick up guys for that, even just for that one day. My league itself has four pickups a week, so I got to be kind of 
you know uh, weary of what i'm doing with it yeah but i try to use them all and it really helps out yeah same thing with my my league this year last year there's four pickups but we only we had a max of 32 for the season bro this year there's no because we had trades last year yeah, so yeah. this year we don't have trades okay four pickups a week but there's unlimited right pickups so throughout the season every week. yeah so i i make the most of that yeah and absolutely especially at the like the end of the of the week yeah you want to pull a sunday if a sunday I, no i'm saying if i have an extra spot yep and at the end of the week, there's no player I want to really play for pick up to play for that that day. I'll pick up an injured reserve because I have injured reserves. So Great. if I have a spot, I'm taking an injured guy that looks good. I'm stashing him. Waiting. That's genius. Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'm seventh in a 10-team league. I'm playing the number five team. We are t- tied 5-5 right. for the week. And uh, I'm hoping to get at least seven. Right. This week, that's so what that's what I'm hoping for. The best, yeah, the best thing about fantasy is even if you fall behind early in the year, like every week there's 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 twelve games online, right? Yeah. For us, it's nine, so you're never really out of it. So I'm close to five hundred. Once I hit five hundred yeah. and start picking it up, um, I think I figure out the, the the pathway. And if I'm close, if I'm like in a playoff spot when Steph comes back, mm-hmm. I'm back. Yeah. For me, uh, it's top six that are making the playoffs. I'm just outside. I'm actually one game out. Oh man. I am minus 13.5, 13 and a half games from the leader. The worst team is at minus 28, so I'm kind of mid-pack. But I'm making my run now that I, my team is yeah, back. Yeah, your team's back, so you're, right. on, you're on the up and ups. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking to have a, a decent week. Hopefully a couple guys ahead of me yeah, drop yeah, down yeah, a yeah. little bit. Just chip away at it. That, that's the strategy. <laughs> so much time. There's so much time. All right. I mean, uh, looking at just in general, um, some like Norman Powell's a hot guy to get. I don't have him on my team, but he's been playing. Oh, he's picked up. He's been yeah. playing nice. Uh, he's free in my league. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna get him. Not, not in anytime soon. Anyway, right. But uh, that guy's looking good for anybody who no, might have him in the no, league. He's open still anywhere. Free. You might want to look at Norman Powell. I'm just saying that's that's my tip. Yeah, you know? that's a good tip. But um, other than that, man, hopefully things pan out. And for the Raptors this week, it's a tough week, but hopefully things pan out. Yeah. I'm looking for a 3-1 week, as you said, 3-1 three three as well. 3-1, yep. Expectations. That's right. All right. Big game tonight. Houston, 7.30 at home. We'll see what happens. As you said, Houston's revenge on their mind, but... May not get it tonight. I think they're going to take this. We'll see what happens, though. <laughs> Trap Chat Alley-oop. I am Mikey Charlie. I'm alongside Les Stout. What's going on? Number one man off the bench. <sighs> Thank you, sir, for filling in. Anytime. Always here. Might have to call you off the bench again soon. Right? Always here. Don't <laughs> All right. You can find us on all podcasting platforms. Let them know where the platforms are. I knew you were going to say that. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and everywhere else that you get your podcasts. You look up TCAO and you'll find us there. You could also find us on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca. SayRadio.ca, Sundays at 6. Also, I forgot to mention, we have the newest trap mix out. So check out MixCloud.com slash TRAPD95. Always have some hot fire mixes inspired by the Toronto Raptors. The most recent one is the No Pain, No Gain trap mix, which obviously is referring to the injuries that the Raptors have sustained, yet they're still playing nice. So go check that out. And with that said, keep it locked. Cheer on your Raptors. 
and it's trapped chat alley-oop if I can speak properly <laughs> for fans for better for worse forever peace this is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah.